Hello, everyone. What's babbling? JJ, do you want to just go ahead and say our babbling intro? No, not really. What? Why not? I don't know. It's fun. What's babbling? What's babbling? Oh. Oh, you sounded British. <laughs> <laughs> What's what babbling? I don't know how to do it. Aw. It's hello, everyone. What's babbling? Babbling. Babbling. You got it. Babbling. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, this is Psycho Babbles with Miranda, and at this point, I might as well cross off Lauren and put whoever my guest is, which today, again, it's JJ. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I should just become a member that's, like, always a part of the show. Yeah, you're just here all the time. Yep. Um, actually, you might Say be at this podcast. point. Say podcast with Miranda, Lauren, and JJ. And JJ. But it depends, because with finals coming up, I don't know how much time Lauren's actually going to have to record. So maybe this can just be the Miranda and JJ show from now on. Yeah. Except this is Unit 7, and Lauren and I skipped ahead, and we recorded the first three episodes of Unit 8, because those were topics she wanted to talk about. Um, so Lauren will be back. <laughs> but it will be... But it would have been, like, in the past she was back. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because we pre- those were pre-recorded. Um, anyway, wait, I have to sneeze really bad. (laughs) Bless me. I had to sneeze, like, the entire last episode, and it was not coming out, and it was really annoying. So I'm so glad that came out. Also, I'm not gonna apologize for my bathroom this episode, um, because it's still making noise, but you couldn't really hear it in the recording in the last one, so no apologies this time. Um, anyway, actually... Let's get to the point. So this is episode 38, and we're connecting the emotional contagion from the last episode to social networking in this episode. How fun is that? Um, that amazing. Yeah, so fun. So yep. social networks are networks of social interaction and personal relationships. And these can be in person or online. Um, so, like, yeah. one example of an in-person social network and how it can influence us that was given in the, like, I think this was a TED Talk? Yeah. Um, so, a video I had to watch. It was an example of friends and weight. Um, sorry, excuse me. Um, so, what they found was that if your friends are obese, your risk of obesity is 45% higher. And then a friend's... Or, wait, yeah. So your chance is 45% higher. The people who are friends with you, but not friends with the other friends, are at a 25% risk. And then the friends of the friends who are the friends with you, if that made sense, are at a 10% risk. So, yeah, so say... So there's any general connection... Yeah. You basically have a percent. Yeah, so say time. so say um none of this is necessarily true, but I'm just going to say names. Say Lauren is obese. My risk of obesity is 45%. And then because your friends were well, you're related to me, but whatever. We'll we'll say you're friends with me and I'm friends with Lauren, you would be at a 25% risk. And then because you're friends with I don't know who's someone you're friends with. 
Jackson? Jack. Yeah. Jack? Yeah. Jack or Jackson. Either one. Because you're friends with them, but they're not friends with me, and they're not friends with my roommate, Lauren, they would be at a 10% risk. I see. Yeah, so it's like a chain, like you said. Yeah. Um, And there are a number of, re- of reasons this could be. Um, And so this is like a possible clustering of factors, so like all of them could be included. Um, So there's induction, which is basically as I gain weight, you also gain weight because we're in the same social network. And so we may eat the same, we may have the same habits. So like, because, so like a social network could be our family. So there's six of us, right? So we're all living in the same household. And so we like eat the same things. We live the same way. So the chances are, as I gain weight, you will likely gain weight. And that's known as induction. Um, Then there's home homophily 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 i don't know how to say the word um but this is where um let me think how to explain this um this is where i form ties with you because we are a similar body size um so say we didn't know each other like we're gonna pretend we're not related um if i were to to see you i might become friends with you or like inadvertently like it could be unconscious but like I would be friends with you because we have similar body sizes and so that could be why your chances and then the induction can come into play and then you guys can gain weight together get that kind of thing so you're just being influenced by each other yeah um and then there's also confounding um which is where we share a common exposure to something because again we're in the same social network um so I don't really have a good example for this. Um, just like your, again, maybe like the meals we eat. Like if we're exposed to the same meals, then we're likely to gain weight together because we're in the same social network. Um, and to be honest, I don't really have an explanation as to um, why the, that's different than induction. Like induction and confounding to me sound very similar. Um, I think confounding is just, like, common exposure, and then induction is just, like, maybe it's not even exposure to the same thing. It's just, like, when you gain weight, like, I also gain weight. Um, But, yeah, it can be a cluster of those things. Um, And then this shows how social networks are intricate, they're elaborate, and they're always changing because friends influence friends and ideas of what is socially acceptable, you know? Um, And then that, like, changes. What's socially acceptable is, like, constantly changing. Um, so yeah, so all of that concerns in-person social networks, but what this class is about is, of course, the internet, so uh, how about social networks that are online? Are we influenced, or are we as influenced by our social network through our computer or phone as we are in person? Um, and the answer is found through the emotional contagion, which is what we talked about before, um, so, like, do the emotions of our friends online influence our own emotions and so follow along with me here this can be this was a study done and sometimes studies are really complicated or like they're not really complicated but they sound complicated okay um so there was this study where they tested the question of do the emotions our friends feel online influence our own um and so what they did was they manipulated the extent to which people were exposed to emotional expression on their newsfeed, like online, 
um, to yeah. see if people changed their own posting behavior um, to like reflect whatever emotion they they were exposed to. Um, yeah. So there were two groups. One was positive emotional content. Wait, no. So one was where emotional positive content was reduced. And then there was a second group where negative emotion, expe- emotional expression was reduced. Okay. Um, so they would take posts and anything with like positive emotions was taken out. Or the other group, anything with negative emotions was taken out. Um, and I guess technically there was a third group because that was the control group. Um, where they had similar amounts of both positive and negative um, posts, like, were taken out at random. Yep. Um, And so then the dependent variable here was percentage of all words produced that were either positive or negative. And so the hypothesis they had was that if positive emotion was reduced on newsfeed, so there was less positive emotion, then the participants would be less positive. Um, and then the same with negative emotion. If there was less negative emotion, then they would be less negative. They'd probably be more positive. Um, and so they ended up finding that less positive content led to less positivity in status updates and negativity increased. Um, and then it was the same for the negative group. So negativity in status updates decreased and positivity increased when negative content was taken out. Okay. So that's just proving that the emotional contagion does occur through online social networks. So we are influenced by emotions online. Okay. So that did sound very complicated. But yeah, yeah the result still stands. Um, uh. Yeah, I think if I had more time, I could definitely explain it to you. But the important part here is that the study is showing that we are influenced by others' emotions, even when it's online. Um, They did admit here, though, that the effect sizes, which is, like, how much influence the the variable had, um, the effect sizes were small, but they were significant because basically the range of daily experiences that influence our mood is very difficult to manipulate. Um, so just the fact that there was an effect means a lot, like, even though it was small, like, it means a lot that there was that effect. Um, and then not to mention that when online, like, online websites like Facebook have so much content that can influence people, um, just the fact that there was any effect at all shows that, again, there was an impact because there's so much. So just the smallest change. I don't know if that makes sense because, again, to me, that makes sense, but I also understand that we're at different educational levels, so that might be a little confusing for you. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. It's okay. Maybe one day you'll understand. Maybe one day you'll be older and you'll be like, oh my god, I remember when we filmed this podcast episode and I was so confused and suddenly it clicks and I understand it. Yeah. We'll see. I'll remind you in like five years. Yeah, I'm assuming that's not gonna happen. Well. But you can always hope. Yeah, don't be negative. Okay, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something, but you just didn't say anything. Um, no. So, let's see. This, yeah, so you, I think you'll understand this part. Um, so, the result that they found was great for social media companies, but 
but in the grand scheme of things, like, it's really not so great for users like us. Um, because that basically means that companies, social media companies now know that our emotions can be manipulated online. So they can use that to their advantage in really any way that you could possibly imagine. Um, and it's not so fun when you're the one that is having your emotions manipulated, you know? Um, and there's actually this really funny cartoon where the picture was just showing two people that were sitting at a table. Um, and the man was saying, um, he said, I was going to write an angry post about Facebook's emotional manipulation study, but then I got distracted by all the happy cat pictures they showed me. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's basically showing that, like, he was upset, he was angry that Facebook was emotionally manipulating him. But then he saw the happy cat pictures that they posted, so they emotionally manipulated him into being happy instead of being angry at them. So, yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, so there's just a lot of, like, eh, manipulation. It doesn't feel so good. Um, But they just have access to our emotions now, and that can be pretty scary. So we'll finish this episode by just saying, don't let Facebook decide how you feel, okay? Feel your own feelings. I know it's hard to not be manipulated, but, yeah. It's easy for me to say don't get manipulated, but, you know. If they're going to manipulate, they're going to manipulate. Yeah. Yeah, can't help it. So, uh, next episode, we're going to talk about social support through the internet. So, like, having a social network. Um, Okay. Yeah, so, bye. Bye. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by... Just kidding! You thought we had a sponsor? We actually don't. Miranda procrastinates too much. So I hope you enjoy the last few seconds of just music as we suffer through these next couple of days of trying to get all these episodes done. Goodbye. (laughs)